0: Till we see Christ. Amen. Not if, but till. It's just a matter of when. All right, Psalms here tonight. Psalms. I like reading the scripture on uh, Wednesday nights. So it looks like tonight Psalms 27. All right? So there's uh, since there's three of y'all here tonight. That's 23. Let's read. Let's read uh, eight each, except one's gonna do seven. So you do seven. Okay. The
1: Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire of his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, and the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock, and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord.
0: Yes, Hear,
1: I. O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me, and answer me.
2: When thou sayest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me, Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not. Neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me and such as breathe out cruelty. And I, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalms 28. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock. Be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down... Into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward thy holy oracle. Thank you, my brother. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, which speak peace to their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands, render to them their desert. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them, and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also and lift them up forever. Amen. Thank you. All right.
0: So let's look in Colossians here tonight. Chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And we'll begin reading in the last portion of verse 13. Let's just read verse 13 down to verse uh, 18. Chapter 1, 13 to 18. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. And then there's a colon there. And so there's a continuation of this thought. We want to bring that out. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for the reading of it. I thank you tonight, Lord, as you have blessed us already by letting us hear of the pure, precious Word of God. We're asking now, Lord, just speak to our hearts and move in our lives. God, help us to see tonight, Lord, the kingdom of your dear, darling son. God, what does that mean? And Lord, who's in it? And Lord, how long was it last? And Father, what does that really mean for us today? And we pray, Lord, that you bring all this enlightenment to our minds and hearts and God, we might leave rejoicing tonight uh, that we're of the kingdom of his dear son. Oh, may you get glory. May you be honored and glorified. Save the lost tonight. Touch the saved. I pray you draw unto them, dear God, that is backslidden, cold, indifferent. Father, those who are sick or ill or diseased, we pray you touch their bodies. God, help us tonight, Lord, to look to you and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. You may be seated. So the kingdom of his dear son. And so we find this to be the first time and the only time uh, that this is mentioned. Uh, The kingdom is mentioned and it's the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, uh, the kingdom, uh, uh, his kingdom, my kingdom. Oh, but tonight the kingdom of his dear son. And that is important tonight to know what is that kingdom and are you in that kingdom. Uh, Tonight uh, this kingdom Tonight is a kingdom in which you are to be interested in, a kingdom tonight that you uh, might want to consider, Uh, you might want to look into it, Uh, you might want to study it, you might want to engage in all that it might have to say tonight because without this kingdom uh, you're in a kingdom of man. And so whether tonight uh, you think that you're not, you are, so you're in a kingdom And tonight you're either in the kingdom of man or you're in the kingdom of his dear son. And tonight you can't work your way into the kingdom of his dear son. You can't earn your way. Uh, You can't buy your way. Uh, You can't speak your way. You can't even want your way or desire your way. And so tonight it's a a kingdom that we need to talk about. And so we first of all want to say tonight that it's a personal kingdom. And so in this personal kingdom, we see that uh, there in this verse. Uh, Verse uh, 13 says, and the kingdom of his dear son. So it's a personal kingdom. This isn't everybody's kingdom. This isn't just anybody's kingdom. This is a kingdom that's personal. Uh, It is of his dear son. And that word dear there means love. It's agape love so tonight you could say it like this. You can say this is the kingdom of God's son whom he loves. Or it may say you could say the love of his son. So the kingdom tonight and that we're speaking of is a kingdom uh, that has love. But it's a son tonight of God. And so we put it like this in the way of a personal kingdom. It's God's royalty. The word kingdom there if you want to know what that means. It means royalty. And so there's a kingdom we have tonight, and it's God's son's kingdom. And so it's God's royalty. So you say, where does God's royalty dwell? It dwells in the kingdom of His dear Son. That word kingdom also means ram, ram. And so the ram of God, uh, the kingdom of God. Where does God's uh, subjects dwell? It dwells in the realm. It dwells in the realm, the kingdom. And we find tonight uh, that this is God's royalty. It's God's realm, but it's God's rule. Where does God rule from? God rules from his kingdom. The kingdom. And so he has a rulership. He has a realm and he has a royalty. That's what the word kingdom means tonight. And so we see that it's God says, Where's my royalty? Well, it's in the love of his son's kingdom. Where's my realm? My realm is in the love of my son. And the kingdom of rule is the son of his love is where Jesus is king. So king, Jesus is king. Is Jesus king of this world? No. Jesus is the king of his kingdom. So what is his kingdom? The kingdom is the kingdom of his dear son. Amen. And so we find it's personal kingdom. It's God's royalty, God's realm, God's rule. In that, we find the God of his love, of the son of his love, is the king. But then also, the son of his love is the government. He's not the governor. He's the government. Inside of this kingdom that we're talking about, Jesus, God's son, is the government. Let's make that clear tonight. He's not just a, a president or a Governor, or a statesman, or something, or someone in the government, he is the government. And so tonight, in this personal kingdom of God's tonight, it is uh, a government. Then God's love of this go- in this kingdom is sovereign. Is sovereign. And so there's not one. There's not many kings in this kingdom. There's one king, and his name's Jesus. He's sovereign. He has all rule. He has all ram and all authority. He, there's none higher than him. There's none greater than him. There's no mightier than him. This is, remember now, this is a personal kingdom. There's a lot of kingdoms out there. There's the kingdom of Babylon. There's the kingdom of Medes and Persia. There's a the kingdom of Greece. There's a the kingdom of Rome. Uh, there's a kingdom today of Russia, a kingdom of China, a kingdom of USA. Uh, there's all type of kingdoms tonight. But we're just talking about a personal kingdom. A personal kingdom, he called it my dear son or his dear son kingdom. And Jesus is the king of that kingdom. Uh, he's the government of that kingdom. And he's the sovereignty of that kingdom. And so we know it's personal. Tonight, uh, there's no other kingdom like it. God has no other kingdom. It's only this kingdom. And so if you say I want to be in the kingdom of God, then you're going to have to get into the kingdom of his dear son. If You say I want to be in the royalty of God, well then you're going to have to get into the kingdom of his dear son. If I want to be part of God's government, you're going to have to get in the kingdom of his dear son. If I want to have a place where I know that God's in charge and God's in control and and God has all things uh, planned and purposed out in my life, Uh, Well, where do you need to be? You need to be in the kingdom of his dear son. Now, all of us tonight are born in the kingdom of man. To be in the kingdom of his dear son tonight is a total different thing. So it's a personal kingdom, number one. Number two, it's a private kingdom. A private kingdom. Uh, In John chapter 18, verse 36, Jesus said this. Jesus answered, My kingdom. Is that personal that's personal when he says my kingdom that means it's nobody else's kingdom it's his kingdom he doesn't share with his kingdom he doesn't he doesn't trade with his kingdom there's nobody else that is his kingdom it's my kingdom he said but then he said this he said my kingdom is not of this world like I said a while ago the kingdom I'm talking about is not this world it's not the world's kingdom That's kind of become the God's kingdom. And so how somehow that we've kind of just transferred. uh, That's not how this works tonight. Uh, Jesus said my kingdom is not of this world. And so tonight if you're in the world and you're loving the world. and And you're listening to the world and you're hearing the world. And you're enjoying yourself in the world. And the world's doing you well. You ever hear somebody say how in the world are you doing? You ever hear people say how's the world treating you? All those questions about this world and, and all that I always answer, say, the world's horrible, but God is good. I always say, the world is cruel, but the God is good. They say, well, uh, how in the world are you doing? And I say, man, the world's tough, difficult, problematic, but God has been gracious. That kind of opens up sometimes a conversation. But I say tonight that, this, that Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is, not, is my kingdom not from hence. John chapter 18 verse 36. Three times he says my kingdom. And basically what Jesus is saying is this, is that my kingdom is not of this world. For if it was of this world, my servants would fight so that I would not be delivered to the Jew. But my word, my kingdom is not hence. So we got to make it clear tonight that if we are going to be part of this kingdom, a personal kingdom of his dear son, we got to know that it's a private kingdom. That only, it's only for certain people. It's only for certain ones tonight. I guess it would be like anything else tonight, Uh, if you're part of a club or if you're part of a society, or if you're part of an association tonight, uh, that all of that is, is, is put together tonight, uh, that only certain people can go into that if you paid your fees, if you, if you are part of the group, if you're on the list, and all this kind of stuff, all these requirements, all these boundaries, all these uh, parameters that we put forth, that not just anybody can go and play golf someplace at this club, right? Right? That's just, we understand that from that mindset. Well, this, this kingdom that I'm speaking of tonight, in order for us to kind of get it clear of that thing, is that this kingdom that I'm speaking of is a private kingdom. You can't just say in here tonight, you just walk in here tonight and say, hey, tonight I want to, I want to enter into the kingdom of his dear son. You can't do that. You can't say, hey, well, I tell you what, I, I just want to be part of that kingdom. And so you know what? I am. I'm just going to claim it, name it, name it, and claim it. they ain't working for the kingdom of God tonight, amen? And so it's private. It's private tonight. It's not not for the public. It's not not for the heathen. It's not for the pagan. It's not for the religious. It's not not for the the women and men. It's not for the boys and girls. It's not for whomever and whatever tonight. It's a private kingdom. We see that tonight because Jesus said, my kingdom. I want you to notice tonight the exclusions, exclusions of his kingdom. Now, you know, this would probably upset this culture in which we live in tonight because they would probably bring a council. They'd probably put some counseling on this thing. This probably would be on CNN and be on CBS and NBC and he'd be up there on Fox News and, and everybody would be talking about the kingdom of his dear son. And they'd say, well, they're excluding some people. I mean, today, anybody can do anything whenever they want to, right? Or they're going to call the media or they're going to call someone and all of a sudden it becomes a big deal and and everybody is mistreated and everybody is racist and and everybody's homophobic and, and everybody today is just everything, amen? Nobody can just be normal anymore. Any, everybody has to watch what you say. Everybody's having their feelings on their shoulder. Everybody's uh, looking for somebody to pat them on down to the road. I mean, it, it's a crazy, wild world in which we live in tonight. But I'm telling you, according to the Scripture, there's some exclusions from this kingdom. Right. And so let's look at them tonight. Uh, the first one I want you to look at is a, there because it's a personal kingdom. We notice is 1 Corinthians chapter 6 tonight. Uh, Let's look there, and and we got two places we'll go to. But 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and there in verse 9, uh, the Bible says, It says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So there's exclusion right there. Immediately tonight, the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. This private kingdom... This personal kingdom cannot be inherited by the unrighteous. There is no one in the kingdom of God tonight, in the kingdom of his son tonight, who Jesus is king and Jesus is is the one tonight who is the very sovereign there. He's the government of this kingdom. Uh, The Bible says if you're unrighteous tonight, you can't inherit this kingdom. You can't get in it. You're excluded from it. It don't matter what you say, it don't matter how you act, it don't matter what you think, it don't matter what you believe, it don't matter tonight or what you imagine tonight, and it does not matter how you feel tonight. If you are unrighteous, you cannot inherit this kingdom, excluded from it. You know why? It's a private kingdom. It's a personal kingdom. We find tonight not only the unrighteous, but the unrighteous is is spoken of or identified or manifested by uh, some other words that are mentioned here. And let's look at them quickly. It says, and be not deceived. And so Paul was saying to the church of Corinth and the church of Glory Baptist Church, friend, there's going to be out there people who's going to deceive you, and they're going to say that you can get into the kingdom of God by unrighteousness. In other words, you can live unrighteous, you can live unholy, you can live ungodly, you can live unscriptural, you can live un- unto the way you want to live tonight, and you can say you're in the kingdom of Christ tonight, but you're not. Okay. Be not deceived tonight that somebody might tell you that it's okay to live in sin and have habits of sin and live like the devil tonight and go into the kingdom of God. Friend, that is a lie don't be deceived by it. So he says, the first thing he says is, neither fornicators. Now, fornicators tonight are whoremongers. That's what that word means. A fornicator tonight is one who has sex outside of marriage. Tonight, if you have sex outside of marriage tonight, uh. Whether it's a male with a male or with a male with a female or male with a male, female with a male or female with a female tonight, however you want to consider it tonight, whatever you want to say about those things tonight. Uh, It might be with an adult and 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 even a child or a child with another child tonight. However you want to say it tonight in the way of saying it tonight. Any sexual behavior, any sexual activity tonight outside of marriage tonight is a fornication. And no fornicator. I don't care if you did it at the age of 16. I don't care if you did it the way of a force. I don't care tonight if you did it the way of sleeping or drugging or alcohol tonight. If sexual activity was taking place tonight outside of marriage, you are a fornicator and you are not going into the kingdom of God. Excluded. It is a private kingdom. Amen. So however you want it. Hey, a lot of time. listen to this. A lot of people, uh, they have sex outside of marriage because it's big today. It's huge today. This activity today is really high. It's in the church. It's in the home. It's in school. It's in college. It's in workplace. It's everywhere. There's more people living together today than they ever lived together before. There's more people today that are going through sexual uh, behaviors and sexual uh, people tonight. Uh, it's a big thing to have multiple sexual partners tonight in the, econ- in the, in the culture in which we live tonight. But I'm going to say this to you. You can... go ahead and have your sexual activities and be a fornicator and then next thing you know uh, she gets pregnant or you get someone else pregnant tonight and you say I'm going to go ahead and marry them and you marry them and you get up and you think it's okay with God now because you married them but nothing was done with the fornication of sin it was never confessed. It was never repented of. But yet you getting married tonight does not put away you going to the kingdom of heaven. Amen? You've got to deal with your fornication. Because right. be, even though you're married, you're still a fornicator. Amen? <laughs> this marriage don't wipe out fornication. And marriage don't wipe out adultery. And so we've got to learn tonight that the exclusion of this private kingdom a fornicator. What is a fornicator? Unrighteous. The Bible says also an adulterer. Now what's an idolater? An adulterer is one who worships idols. Pretty simple, amen? There's a lot of folks who worship money tonight. They worship their children. They worship their things. They worship their, their guns. They, they worship tonight uh, their, their own lives tonight. They worship them. And tonight we live in a society that are lovers of self rather than lovers of God. We got people today. I mean, that's why I think we have iPhones and iPads and, and I a lot of things. Amen. Because it's all about I tonight. And I is an idol tonight. And I tonight will cause you not to inherit into the kingdom of God. Because you're an idolater. Amen. The Bible says to repent, the Bible says to turn from yourself, to crucify yourself, to deny yourself tonight, and that's not loving yourself. And so we find tonight, many, many of Americans tonight won't enter into the kingdom of God, even though they go to church, and even though they're good parents, and even though they're good spouses tonight, and even though they're good citizens of the United States of America, that don't give you a reason or cause tonight to get into the private kingdom of God tonight because you're an idolater and you never repented of it. I'm just trying to tell you some exclusions tonight. Does everybody think we're all children of God and we're not? So we find tonight a third one, adulterer. Well, adulterer adulterous one who's having sex out, outside of their own marriage or having sex with someone who's married that you're not married to. Right? That's an adulterer. And the Bible says that that's an exclusion tonight for the kingdom of God. There'll be no adulterer. In the kingdom of God. None in this private kingdom. There'll be none in this personal kingdom. There'll be zero. You think one might slip in, in, uh, Brother Larry? No, zero will slip in. Because it says, you shall not inherit the kingdom of God tonight as an adulterer. If you're an adulterer tonight, if you're a fornicator tonight, if you're a adulterer tonight, you need to make it right tonight in order to get in. We find tonight, fourthly, effeminate. Effeminate tonight means somebody who has unnatural lust. You know, like a man who wants to wear a dress. A woman who wants to wear a pair of pants and have, have a skull in the back of her pocket with a, with a wallet. With a chain hanging down. One has short hair and looks like a man. Wears a t-shirt and rolls up the shirt. A woman tonight who wants to be a man. A man who wants to be a woman. A man that has effeminate ways about him. A man who acts with drama. A woman tonight who acts as if she's masculine. I'm talking about tonight effeminate. It works either way tonight. Our country is full of effeminate people. We are covered up with people tonight, whether they're children or whether they're adults tonight, who want to be effeminate. It seems like tonight that's the heart that they live with. If you're any kind of man tonight, you're called a male chauvinist pig. If you're any kind of man tonight that stands up and speaks up and leads out and say to the spouse, no, we're going to do it that way, or say to the children, not today. Man, you're, you're looked at as some kind of abusive, not uh, abusive man, a, a man who's unreasonable, a man who is, just, uh, is, is one who is uh, selfish and, and one who just thinks of himself and a, a man uh, who's back in the 20s and 30s, you know. But that's not true, we find tonight, that effeminate. And we find if a woman tonight wants to be a woman and be a woman that, that will be one that acts like a woman, wears clothing like a woman, has hair like a woman, who speaks like a woman, who has the desires to be a, be a wife and be a desire to be a mother, and one that is loving and kind and sweet and submissive. They look at them as there's something wrong with them. Tonight, the effeminate women want to raise up. They want to work and, and they want to have their own and they're equal with man. Effeminate, unnatural lust tonight. It's messed up our military. It's messed up our workforce. It's messed up homes. It's true, our, our colleges and our, and our higher education and even our lower education and elementary schools tonight, uh, they're walking out of there. They don't even know what they are. They don't even know what a man's supposed to act like. They don't know what a woman's supposed to act like. They're supposed to do exactly what the media teaches. Effeminate. Amen, Brother Larry. I'm just trying to talk about the exclusions of the kingdom of God. So if you're either one of those tonight, then you're excluded. You say, no, brother, I got baptized. You're excluded. No, I I prayed a prayer right here. You're excluded. Well, brother, listen, man, when I was young, I, I made a profession of faith. I got some witnesses. You're excluded. God's word is a final authority. We find as well tonight, not only effeminate, but we find the word abusers of themselves with mankind. Then are sodomites. That's what that means. You study it up, you'll find that's what it means, a sodomite. So when a sodomite tonight, they call them, uh, the liberal words would be homosexual or bisexual or trisexual or quadruple sexual. Or However, they, they now have uh, about 10 sexual orientations. Uh, They've got, I don't know, I think like seven genders now. Uh, Tonight, uh, that's what we have. That's what we're living in tonight. And tonight, uh, to be abuser of themselves of mankind, tonight is a sodomite and there will be no sodomites in the kingdom of God. None. I don't care if they're a pastor. I don't care if they're a Sunday school teacher. I don't care tonight if they grew up in the church. And I don't care, friend, if they think they are, they're not. The Bible says right here in this verse the exclusions of this private kingdom. Now, if they want to be a kingdom of the USA, then they can be part of that kingdom. If they want to be a kingdom of the USSR, then you can be that kingdom. If you want to be a kingdom of man or a kingdom of this or the kingdom of animals, however kingdom you want to be part of tonight, you can be part of any other kingdom you want to, but this private kingdom, personal kingdom that I'm speaking of tonight, the kingdom of his dear son, if you're a homosexual, a bisexual tonight, a transsexual, or any other ten of those other sexuals, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because it's private. Amen? Now I know tonight, we already got kicked off one time on YouTube. Did y'all know that? We're preaching on YouTube and they kicked us off. Because your preacher said something that the YouTube didn't like. I want to tell you something else tonight. If they're listening tonight, they're going to kick us off again. But you, but you ask me, do I care? No. Am I worried about it? No. What am I concerned about? Telling the truth. Amen. Amen? What well, YouTube don't know. And all the rest of, the, all the rest of, the, of this media out there, or this social agenda tonight, they don't want truth. They don't care about truth. They're not looking for truth. They love lies. They're living in lies because their father is the devil who's the father of lies. Tonight we as the children of truth that lives in truth, Jesus is the truth tonight. We've got to tell the truth. You say, but Brother Larry, what if they kick you off of YouTube? You, we? Who cares? Say, well, if they kick you off a sermon, sermon audio, so what? I know at the end of the day, I'm in the kingdom of his dear, darling son. And any other organization or association or any other thing today that the world could come up, I care less if I'm involved in it. I don't know where I came from, but I just believe I just had to say that. Thieves. Verse 9, thieves. Well, if you steal tonight, you're not in the kingdom of God. If you like taking things that don't belong to you tonight, you're a thief. And there ain't no thieves in the kingdom of God. Not, not in this private kingdom. Tonight, if you take your brother's and sister's clothing, if you take your workplaces, uh, maybe pens or pencils or even paper clips, or, or if you maybe go to the store and you, you accidentally just pick up something you really like and put it in your pocket and you forgot. Oh, I forgot. Or you walk out like a shoplifter. You stole tonight. If you go to work and they pay you for eight hours and you work seven hours, you're a thief. Amen. Amen. If they tell you that you have a 30-minute lunch break, you take 45 minutes, you're a thief. Ah, too strict around here. You're a thief. Hey, man, I'm just saying tonight, there won't be no thieves in this private kingdom. Aren't you glad? I'm so glad, man, they might come try to steal my mansion. Hey, I I wouldn't want, Hey listen, you know, you know that old that old that old stone you got? They might try to steal my stone. Man. I might be sitting out there by the river of water where that river flowing from the throne of God. And I might be out there eating on a leaf, amen. From the from the tree of life. And they'd come over to try to steal my stone. That wouldn't be right. Amen. I mean you gotta think of things like that. I'm glad there's no thieves there. I, the Bible talks about covetous. You know what covetous is tonight? There in that verse 9. Verse 10, I'm sorry. Nor covetous. It means somebody tonight who has an eagerness for gain. If it's all about money for you, you're not going to be there. If it's all about tonight that you're going to get, you're going to gain you got to have more. What you have, you don't care. What you have, you're not content with. And what all that you do have, you're just not satisfied. I mean, everything you do, it's about gain. It's about get. It's about what is it in for me? What can I do to get what you got? And what you got is what I want. Covetous tonight. There won't be none of that in there either. I mean, the Lord has really drawn a line in His private kingdom, didn't He? I mean, it belongs to God. He can do what He wants. Either you get into the kingdom of God's dear Son like He says you can, or you can't get in. There's no exceptions at all. There's no backdoor deals. Uh, there, it's, not who, it's, not, it's not what you know. It's who you know down here. But friend, it's who you know there. And so I'm just saying tonight, we better be careful to know what kingdom we're in and what kingdom we really are in. So we find covetous, and that won't be there, than drunkards tonight. That word drunkards there, if you look in verse 10, it says drunkards. Now you ain't going to believe what this word drunkards mean. It means tipsy. Tipsy. What? I thought that word, that word drunkard would mean I got to get sloppy sock drunk. I mean, laid out somewhere. I mean, so drunk. Y'all probably did this whenever y'all was back in the day. Where you got somewhere and you got somewhere else and you woke up the next day, you don't even know how you got from that place to this place. You ever done that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know who I was with. I don't know where I was. I don't know how I got where I was going. Where did my right shoe go? I mean, man, I don't have no idea. I got a, I got a bang on my car. I got a scratch on my truck. I have no clue how all that happened. And How you got home is only by the grace of God. You know? That, you got to be drunk, you know? You got to be, because all this drunkenness, it just caused somebody to laugh, right? They're just always laughing. What's wrong with you? I'm drunk. Oh, you get drunk, you get mean, right? You want to slap, you want to fight, you want to cuss, you want to tell everybody off, you want to, everything's got to be, I mean, some people get like that. And some people get quiet. You know, when they're drunk, they're over there, they just kind of be quiet, they don't say nothing nobody, they don't bother anybody, they're just drunk. Then some people, they get loud, right? When they get drunk. I mean, they just loud, 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 people say, boy, <laughs> and some people get funny. Ain't it amazing how this alcohol affects everybody? How does it affect you? That's a a set-up question. Don't answer it. But you know what? This word drunkard here just means if you're just going to get tipsy. You ever heard this before? When I get home, I need need a glass of wine so I can just kind of settle down, and I can just relax, and, and I can just Take it easy through the hard day and the rough day, and someone's going to get me a glass of wine, and we're going to have a romantic dinner down here at this steakhouse, and I'm just going to get me a glass of wine. And you spend like $10 for that glass of wine, they fill up halfway. I never understood that. They say, well, How old do you want your wine? The older, the better, they say. See, I've never even, I've never even drunk. I've never been drunk in my entire life. I don't even know anything about it. But from all that I hear and all that I say, uh, they say is that, you know, uh, there's different wines. There's a white wine. There's a red wine, right? And the Bible says not even look at the movement of it. Now, I wondered how a Christian tonight can even drink a a glass of wine when you're not even looking at it. You're not supposed to look at the movement of it. What do you do, shut your eyes? How does that work? Or you tell your person with you, hey, would you you put that in my mouth because I can't even look at it. That's a sin if I look at that. The Bible says that, that to drink that, you're not even wise. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1. And so tonight, we're just saying, you don't have to get sloppy drunk tonight to be a drunk. How many beers does it take to be a drunk? Sometimes it just takes three sips. Right? It don't, I mean, tonight, we, we ain't going to put no deal. We ain't going to go, okay, uh, brother, brother Keith is a cop here, a policeman. Uh, tonight, And there is a level, alcohol, right, that you determine uh, your alcohol level. So when you, once you get to the alcohol level, you become a drunk. But not in the Bible. Just get tipsy. This social drink tonight, you better watch it. There'll be no social drinkers in heaven. Tipsy. Amen. Sometimes you got to say amen to you drinkers, your, uh, the wine bibbers. Revilers tonight. What's a reviler? Tonight the Bible says in verse 10. A revival is those who speak, who speak abusively. That's a reviler. One who speaks abusively. Maybe not a curse word. Maybe not someone who, who, uh, who tells you you're stupid. Or tells you you're dumb. Uh, but somebody who just says you know I'm going to beat you up. There's abusive in language. There's abusiveness in And the way that you communicate, it brings harm, it brings hurt, it brings damage. There'll be no reviler in the kingdom of God. It's a private kingdom, amen? Number two, I guess number 12, extortioners. The Bible says there, extortioners, in that uh, verse 10, that word extortioner means to take by seizing. Extortioner is one who takes something and they take it quietly they take it they take it uh with your not having any knowledge of it uh they just remove it, they, they, it the word is used, seize they seize it so whatever they seize in your life tonight a lot of extortioners is taking money from companies or something like that or are taking different things from different companies and And so extortion, seizing, taking by seizing. And tonight there'll be no extortioners as well. We find here now, if you would, turn to Galatians chapter 5 tonight. Not only is there the workers of the flesh, that's who we talked about right there, the workers of the flesh. But there's the works of the flesh that won't be in this kingdom not, the, not only the workers, we just told about the workers. If you notice, it was thieves and the covetous and the drunkards and the revilers and the extortioners. That's people. People doing those things. But here, the works tonight of the flesh in Galatians chapter 5. If you look in verse 17, I'm, I'm sorry, look there in verse uh, 19. It says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these Adultery. Now this ain't, he ain't talking about adulterer. We talked about that already. That was the worker of the flesh. Now he's talking about the works of the flesh, the adultery. So there'll be no adultery in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of his dear son. No adultery. All right? And so he goes on and says, Fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolations, wrath, strife seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of which I tell you before as I've told you in the past and time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Here we are. Exclusions. Exclusions tonight from the kingdom that's private and personal. Let's go through these words just a little bit so we can understand it. Of course, uh, adultery as we already dealt with that, uh, having sexual relationship outside of marriage uh, that you're marrying that you're not married to. Fornication, uh, that word fornication is the same word we get our word pornographic from, a porneo. Uh, if you are into that porne- por- porneo, uh, that's that fornication word there. Uh, uncleanness tonight. The word unclean means impure, impure. You just live in an impure life, unclean life. No matter what's going on, you're just unclean. You're just impure. this tonight means unbridled lust. In other words, your lust, not only do you have lust, but they're unbridled. I mean, they're just out of whack. They're just one after another. They're just night after night. They're just day after day. I mean, there's no control, there's no care, there's no concern. It's just you're, you're out there and your lust is just going and it's abounding and it's just at it. That's lascivious tonight. Adultery tonight is worshiping of idols. Witchcraft tonight. The word witchcraft is where we get our word uh, medicine from. Medicine. That's where we get that word from. Uh, magic, if you want to say that. It's kind of odd that uh, this would be witchcraft tonight, medicine, prescription, drugs, things like that tonight, that uh, there'd be none of that in the kingdom of his dear son. be no drugs. There'd be none of that. Hatred. The word hatred means hostility. People who are Hostility. Have that in their mind, their heart, they're just hostile. Uh, they're, that's not in the kingdom of Christ either. The word variance tonight means contention, it means debate or strive. Those who are in the kingdom of His dear Son are not those who want to debate, who want to create strife, want to create contention. That's not the kingdom of His Son. You'll not inherit that away, excluded from that. So if you go around tonight, and everywhere you go, there's a problem. Guess who the problem is? You. All the time, there's friction. All the time, there's strife. There's debate. Always an argument. Everywhere you go, you're the common denominator of that. There's none of that in the kingdom of God tonight. So if you are one who starts trouble and you like it, and you, and even your brothers and sisters or your friends and neighbors or co-workers said, well, I tell you what, you start trouble all the time. And you say, yeah, that's me. You have a problem. It's a kingdom problem. You better get it fixed. We find tonight the word immolation. The word emulation is jealousy. You're jealous of your husband. You're jealous of your wife. You're jealous of your neighbor. You're jealous of your co-worker. You're jealous of your friend at school you're jealous in relation tonight you better get that fixed there'll be no jealousy in the kingdom of his dear son and you say you're in the kingdom and you have jealousy you better get it right it's kind of strict don't you think i mean these are some rules in this private kingdom wrath the word wrath means fierceness you just don't get angry. You get fierce. You throw things. You hit things. You say the awfulest things. You you do things that hurt and hurt forever. Fierceness. Violent. Wrath. Strife. The word strife there in this verse, uh, it means tonight, verse 20, it means to provoke to anger. So if you're provoking to anger, you're strife. In other words, you do what you do on purpose. So you, you anger somebody in your family or at work or wherever you're at. And that's just what you do. And you, said, you get it all started and you get somebody angry and you sit back and you say, What did I do? I'm innocent in this matter. No, you're not. You provoked it. You're strife. There's no strife in the kingdom of his dear son amen brother I mean this may be touching some hearts I don't know but if you're any of this or if this is in your life tonight it won't be in the kingdom of his dear son we find tonight as well is the word seditions now the word seditions means division or divide if you're trying to divide people, divide your mom and dad, divide your brother and sister, divide your boss and the assistant, or, or divide somebody in your life, a friend and a friend tonight, and you're, you're in division, dividing, then, then you're considered tonight, oh, that is considered tonight as seditions. There'd be none of that in the kingdom of his dear son. You know, when you start thinking about that, and right now, if you are in the kingdom of his dear son, you're in it right now. We're in the kingdom now. And we think about the kingdom of his dear son tonight and all of these rules and all of these laws and all of these truths. How many's in the kingdom? Right? Because, friend, these is true because you hear the very scripture that ye shall not inherit the kingdom of God. That's scary. If you are in division, that you're dividing. Next is heresies. There in that verse uh, 20. The word heresies means to choose over. To choose over. Here's the truth. Here's what's right. But I'm going to choose over it. Here is I know is the right way to go. But I'm just going to choose over and go another way. You know mom and dad said I need to live under the Lord. Live under the word of God. Live under Christ. But I know I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to. Go over it, heresies, in the simplest form. The word envy, there uh, in verse 21, envying, it means ill will. I just got a hatred for somebody. I I just don't want to be around them. They make me sick. They nauseate me. I'm ill will toward them. Now, I won't say it, and they won't know it, but down deep in my heart, Every time I see them, every time I hear their voice, every time I'm around them, I'd like to strangle them. I'd like to choke them. I can't wait. I can't wait to leave. I can't wait to get out of their presence. I can't wait to get out from under their authority. I can't wait to move on because I have an ill will toward them. Right? That's not in the kingdom of his dear son. We find tonight as well, murders. That's evident, right? Murders. Jesus said, if you hate your brother, you're a murderer. Drunkenness. Now, this is a different word. This word means intoxicant. To get intoxicated. It's a different Greek word than the other. So we find tonight to be intoxicated. Intoxication is not in The kingdom of his dear son. So if you know people tonight who say they're saved, they're born again, washed in the blood, and they get drunk and intoxicated tonight, and they do it on a habitual basis, they do it on a regular basis, they do it as a way of life tonight. Friend, they're not in the kingdom of his dear son. So we find tonight, revealings. That word rebellings means to party. It means to carouse. It means to let your hair down. It means to go to the bar and just hang out and just enjoy the fruit of your labor. Just to relax while the music is going and all the bartending is happening. And all the women and men are coming in, conversations are going on, relationships are being built or broken. Life seems to be good, right? There be none of that in the kingdom of His dear Son. Whew. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? His dear His kingdom. Now I won't finish tonight, so don't worry and then he says this he says there in that verse 21 he says and such like wow that opens the door in other words anything anything that looks like anything that is right here or anything that acts like anything right here or anything that sounds like Like anything right here, it won't be in the kingdom of his dear son. It won't be there. That's the exclusion of his kingdom. I wonder tonight, I've got the the exclusivity of his kingdom. or are those who are going to be in it, but we don't have time tonight. Maybe if you come back next Wednesday... We'll have a commercial break, and then we'll come back next Wednesday, and we'll finish this message. But tonight, in closing, are you excluded from the kingdom of His dear Son? Are you now from the chapter first, first Corinthians chapter six, and Galatians chapter five? There's the workers of the flesh, and there's the works of the flesh. Are you involved in any of that? Tonight's tonight to get that right with God. That's tonight's tonight because he will not have it in his kingdom. And if you say you're saved tonight, and you say you've been born again, you say you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, and you say tonight you've repented of your sin and by faith received Christ as your Lord and Savior tonight. First Corinthians chapter 6, you shouldn't be the workers of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5, you shouldn't have the works of the flesh. Is that so? God knows. You must confess. And God will bring cleansing. Let's stand to our feet. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. The kingdom of his dear son. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. It was just your word tonight. It was mainly just definitions of words. Thank you for it. Blessed be your holy name. Anybody like to come tonight and say, Brother, I, I, just, I need to be saved tonight. I'm not in the kingdom of his son. My life is evident. You shall know them by the fruit. You shall know them by their fruit. And the fruit... Is the works of the flesh, and man, I want to Ain't that a blessing have that. Ac- yeah, you have your Bibles tonight. Assurance in my heart. We're going to again uh, tonight. The it's going to be a little His different than usual Would you come for tonight? And be born again. Maybe you're a Christian tonight, and and you're living and doing some of the works of the flesh, and and God's not happy with that, and God won't let you do that, and God will chastise, and God will bring a upon your life. And, and it will be grievous and it will be hurtful for God chastens him whom he loves. Tonight's the night to say, I've got enough. I'm having enough. I'm done. I'm through. I'm tired of living this miserable life. How about you? Would you come? Would you come? Nobody comes tonight. We'll start our prayer meeting. Anybody. All right, you may be seated. Sister Mary, you want to read that missionary letter before we pray? Mr. Sister Mary is going to be reading a missionary letter. Who's it from? All right. Then after that, we'll pray.
3: Old and he will be graduating from Bible College in Puerto Rico next month. God has burdened his heart for the Amazon region found here in South America. His purpose for visiting us was to pray and see the, Boliv- the Bolivian part of the Amazon. During his visit, we traveled many hours passing through villages with little to no gospel influence. We handed out hundreds of tracts, John and Romans, and preached where god opened the doors a pastor from one of the villages we visited contacted me yesterday wanting us to return he said if we could come back and preach for three days he would invite all the surrounding villages within a couple of hours of his to attend please pray about this about uh, about this with us um the first youth camp in ribalta God truly blessed our efforts. Leading up to camp, we hit a wall of obstacles. The only airplane that travels in and out of our town canceled all their flights for a month. That put us in a bind. Seeing that we had already purchased tickets for Pastor Coca to come, who planned to preach the entire camp. After realizing there was no way for us to get him here and back in time, he was available We changed our plans. Brother David Morales, the young man from Columbia, ended up preaching it, and God blessed it tremendously. Seven young people accepted Christ as their Savior, while others obeyed the Lord by committing to serve him more faithfully. William Banegas, pastors from a Baptist church in Blanca Flor, about three hours from us, he brought 20 young people in his small Toyota Tacoma truck. Anything goes here in Bolivia. Imagine how many could have come if if he had a bus. At least 300. Just kidding. Their church was a blessing, and we thank the Lord they were able to attend. The church continues to grow each month. A couple of weeks ago, a mother and her two daughters accepted Christ as their Savior, and six were baptized. It is our privilege to be your missionaries here in Bolivia. Thanks for all your investment.
0: Appreciate that. So that's just one of our missionaries that we we support, and uh, we thank the Lord for the work that uh, the LC is doing there. And that, uh, all right. Any prayer requests?
4: There's a city of light with the stars we are told. We the